On this episode, we talk about sales, relationships, fitness, and faking it till you make it. They say you're only young ones, young ones, but we live for, we die for, we live for forever. They say you're only young ones, young ones, but we live for, we live for, we live for forever. What's up, everybody? Welcome and thank you so much once again for tuning into the Success Nerds podcast. My name is Tony, your host, as always. Very excited. You guys have decided to spend some time with us today. We have a very, very interesting show for you guys. We're going to be covering some very important topics as we do each and every week. But today's topic is especially special, you could say, if that makes sense. (laughs) Because for me, there's a difference between principles of success and then processes Right? Principles are things that you need to believe and that you need to align yourself with in order to achieve your goals. But processes are the practical stuff, you know, the things that, that you actually need to get your hands dirty and do the work. Right? And so I've been able to make a clear distinction between principles and processes. And we've talked a little bit about principles. We talked about the first law of conscious creation last time, the law of intuition, which is an amazing principle, a vital principle that you need to understand in order to move forward. But today we're going to be talking about a process and something that you can do today, right now, to get yourself motivated and hyped up and prepared to do what you need to do in order to have success. But before we get into that, let me give a huge shout out to our show sponsor, Limitless, and the Limitless Mentoring Network. Limitless is an amazing platform of personal development and self-help and coaching and teaching uh, from all subjects, from relationships to fitness to wealth, uh, mindset, all sorts of different things. And it's an amazing platform. The founders have put together uh, an online platform where you can jump in, you can take a bunch of uh, online courses and learn from some of the best minds in personal development. We've had guys like Les Brown, Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank, uh, and a host, a host of others uh, come in and give their content to the mentoring network to allow you to access it so that you can become the very best version of yourself. There's a difference between just liking personal development, buying books and and watching YouTube videos and being a part of a community that grows together. We have Facebook groups and a lot of fantastic resources where people talk about their goals, they talk about uh, their upsets, they talk about the things that they struggle with and they may be going through the exact same thing that you're going through and being able to hear their perspective and how they're going about things is super, super valuable. So for more information on that, shoot me an email uh, at successnerds at gmail.com. I would love uh, to give you some more information about that. That is the Limitless Mentoring Network. So Let's jump into talking a little bit about our show topic, and it's one phrase that for me has been probably one of the critical elements of any success that I have, that I have achieved thus far in my life, and the phrase is reverse engineering. 
right? I know that seems like a technical term, something that you'd probably hear in college, but reverse engineer, if you can learn what it means to reverse engineer your life and do it effectively, that's all you need for success. That's it. Everything else, all of the other principles that we're going to talk about, all of the other laws, everything else is going to fall into place if you can effectively reverse engineer what you're trying to accomplish. This is a topic that I first came across uh, when I started my own real estate career about four years ago. And I came in as a kid. I was a 21-year-old kid. I didn't know anything about business. I didn't want to be in business. I didn't, I didn't know anything, but I liked real estate because I knew that it was a place where people made money. Right, And I had spoken to a lot of different people and people had told me that they created wealth in real estate and they made a lot of money in real estate, real estate, real estate. So that phrase, real estate, was attractive to me because I saw it as an opportunity to make money. So I jumped in and I started to learn. And granted, I was just a kid, a 21-year-old kid, and I quickly found out that real estate is, for the most part, at least in Utah where I'm from, it is an industry that is dominated by older people, right? Of the majority of the successful agents are in their 50s, late 40s, 50s, 60s. There are tons of agents, but at least where I'm from, about 10% of the agents sell 90% of the homes. And those agents are well-established. They've been doing things for 30 years. They've been in the industry for 30, 35 years. They're well-known, they're well-connected. And they're just that elite core group. And so I had the benefit and the blessing of working under a broker that was one of these highly successful agents. I mean, the man sold over 100 homes a year and just phenomenal track record, lots and lots of success. And so he started to try and turn me into one of these elite agents. And at first, I didn't really understand it because he wanted me to do certain things that I didn't get. You know, he wanted me to dress a certain way. He wanted me to talk a certain way. He wanted me to dress a certain kind of uh, you know, way, not only when I was working, but all the time. He wanted me to, uh, to drive a certain kind of car. And he kept trying, in, in, in my mind... He was trying to turn me into something that I felt that I wasn't, right? And it was, it was, it was tough for me to k- kind of embrace that because initially it kind of felt like I was being fake, right? Like I was kind of fake it till you make it kind of thing, right? But that was his philosophy. That is what he was trying to get me to do and to somewhat understand, and I had some resistance at first. I remember he even gave me $500 to go and, uh, and buy uh, dress clothes and business casual clothes. And he said, look, go do this. Uh, he helped me to get my first car, a brand new, brand new car, beautiful car, because he would always talk about image and he would talk about a lot of different things. And so as time went on, I learned to understand why he was doing this. And the reason why is because he was trying to get me to reverse engineer the success that him and his buddies were having. And if I could learn how to reverse engineer what they were doing, then I could do it as well. So the ability to reverse engineer is one that, as I mentioned, has helped me tremendously. And basically what it means is that you start at the end 
right? If you've ever read Stephen Covey's book, uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, one of the habits is to begin with the end in mind. Now, what does that mean? It doesn't mean just simply having a, a poster in your room about what you want to accomplish. I mean, those things are important, and we'll talk about visualization and things like that, but it's taking it one step further. It's learning to recognize what a successful person does, how they live, and you know the habits that they have developed over time and to immediately adopt those for yourself immediately right so if we use a fitness example let's say you're trying to lose weight and you want to put on muscle right and if you listen if you listen to my shows i talk a lot about fitness because it's simple and everybody gets it but Let's say you want to, like I said, lose weight and build muscle. The best way to do it is to take a second and imagine yourself with the body that you want to have, right? Imagine yourself, whether it's with that six pack or imagine yourself at the beach or imagine yourself, you know, whatever it is that drives you, whatever it is, whatever body you want to have, whatever the ideal looks like for you, imagine yourself already there. And then take a, take a piece of paper and write down everything that that person does, right? How they live, how they eat, how they train, how they sleep, everything. Write it down. If you were to describe this person, how would they live their life? I did this and it works incredibly well. So imagine yourself already in possession of what you want. And then write down what that person does, how they live their life on a daily basis, right? Try to write down 10 things, 10 habits that they have, 10 things that they do to have that success. Once you have that list, you take it and you implement it immediately as if you were that person right now, okay? So if we go back to that fitness example, that person would, they would eat clean, right? They would train each and every day at a certain time, right? It could be early in the morning. It could be late at night, whenever, but they would train hard every single day, right? Two, they would drink water consistently. They would, and this kind of goes into eating clean, but they would avoid the junk food. They would avoid eating out. They would prepare their meals. They would, they would go food shopping and they, they would, they would have a plan and they would be organized They would know what they were going to eat each and every day, what time they were going to eat it, and what was in their meals, right? They they may or may not count calories, count their macros. They would track protein and carbohydrates and fats, and they would track their workouts, and they would know what day they were working chest or when they were doing legs and what exercises they were going to do and how many sets and how many reps, and they would be incredibly organized. They would take their supplements. They would invest in the protein powders and the pre-workouts and things like that that would help maximize their results. They would sleep well. They would go to sleep uh, at a at a reasonable time, they would get their eight hours of sleep, right? So these are things that a fit person would do. And reversing engineering means that you realize that there is nothing impeding you from taking those actions right now. There is nothing that is holding you back but yourself from living that kind of life right now, right? 
And this highly contrasts how people naturally live and how they naturally think because most people do it the opposite, right? They see themselves out of shape, overweight, if we keep using this example, and they see this long trail ahead of them, right? They have to lose 40 pounds or 50 pounds and it's going to be hard and I, I have to diet and I hate dieting and I have to do all these different things and I have to get up early or I have to go to bed early or I have to stop watching my show because it's at midnight and I need to get my sleep. I'm going to be sore all the time and it's going to hurt. And so these are the limiting beliefs that hold people back, Right? But when you reverse engineer the process and the lifestyle of a successful person, you become that successful person up, up here, up in your mind, in, in, in your subconscious, in your psyche, you become this healthy person and you live that lifestyle and your body will catch up and you can apply this to, to anything, right? If you're trying to build a business, if you're trying to have more income, if you live the life of a successful entrepreneur, your wallet will follow, right? Your bank account will, will eventually reflect the person that you are. And not only that, but reverse engineering the process highly boosts your self-esteem. It boosts it through the roof, right? When I, when I started, I mean, you feel nice when you're dressed well, and, and even though I was a kid and I, I, you know, I, I want to wear jeans and hoodies and sneakers when I was out showing homes because I didn't want to dress like a 40-year-old, the reality was that when I dressed nice, I felt nice, right? When you look good, you feel good, okay? When I got my car, when I first started, I was driving my dad's van. It was this big white van, huge, super loud and it was slow and it was horrible gas mileage. And I remember just having to, to drive around and I, I didn't feel good. You know, it wasn't a good look for me. And when I got my new car, I mean, I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest. It felt good. It felt nice. It, it, it was, it was a boost in my confidence and in my ability to portray myself as a successful person. And I want to pause here and give you a little word of caution because too often, when you get into this reverse engineering process, as, as I mentioned before, fake it till you make it, you want to, in a way, yes, fake it till you make it, but you don't just want to fake it. And what I mean by that is that you don't want to just put up a front and not be real. People that just, that stop this process halfway and just say, I'm going to act like I'm successful in front of people, but then they don't put in the work in their everyday life. That's not what we're talking about here at all. Okay. I may have had a car that maybe a super successful real estate agent would have, but that accomplished two things. Number one, I put myself on the hook with a debt and a monthly payment that I had to cover. So I had to work. And number two, I was genuinely committed to creating the success that I was looking for. I didn't just want people to think that I was wealthy or whatever. I wanted to actually get there. So this message is for people who, who really want it. Not for people who want others to think it's real, but people who actually want to make it real. And those are two very different 
very different things. And I have learned that through fitness as well. There are people out there who want to be fit, who want to be healthy and strong and natural and live a long life. And they want to have energy and they put in the work and they eat clean, right? And then there are other people who just want others to see them, to admire them. These are the folks that, that put shirtless photos on Instagram. These are the chicks that wear like zero clothes at the gym or take selfies where you know, you're not really even looking at their abs. They just have like a bra on and they just want, I mean, it's real, right? You've seen it. You know exactly what I'm talking about, but they cheat, right? They take drugs and they do things to, to, to cheat the process. So are those people committed to health and long life and longevity? No, they're committed to the ego. They're committed to boosting their ego by what people think of them. So I wanted to make that parallel because it's super important that we don't fall into the bad category and that, and that we stay committed to real success. And like I said, if you're going to go through this process and have the audacity to imagine yourself as already successful, then you have to be willing to put in the work or you're just fake. And there's nothing special about you. You're just a fake person. And eventually people are going to see that and they're going to realize that you're fake because you can't fake it forever, right? You simply cannot fake it forever. So very important that we understand that. But again, this process of reverse engineering is going to boost that confidence. It's going to make you feel good, right? So here's what I want you to do. It's the exact same process that I was talking about earlier is sit down and take one aspect of your life that you want to improve. Whatever it is, relationships, income, business, fitness, whatever, spiritual, spirituality, whatever. Sit down and envision that person. Envision that person. And then write down how they live their life. And start implementing it right now. I promise you that if you do that, eventually whether it's your body or as I mentioned, your bank account or your relationship will catch up. I've seen it. If you want to have a successful marriage, start doing the things that people with a successful marriage would do and stop doing the things that people with bad marriages do. Because you can't have a good result if your actions don't reflect your goals. And I put this on Snapchat the other day and it goes with the law of alignment, which we're going to, we're going to talk about soon, which is your actions, everything you say, everything you do and everything you think has to be in alignment with your goals. Or again, it's fake. It's not real. Okay. So that's, those are just my thoughts on the process of reverse engineering. Gary Vaynerchuk is a huge proponent of this. He attributes a lot of his success to just reverse engineering. And he, he talks about it in sales, right? And if you talk about it in sales, in the sales uh, frame of mind, which I have not done yet, all it is, is you as a seller, right? You sell a product or a service, is reverse engineer what the buyer feels and what the buyer needs, right? How they do things. Let me give you an example of how this has helped me just this last week to get a couple of real estate deals under contract. I am in a real estate market where there's tons of competition, tons of buyers, 
buyers all over the place. It's crazy how many people want to buy homes and there's not a lot of homes on the market. So naturally that creates a scenario where there's a lot of competition, right? And most people, low information agents, average agents, believe that if you throw more cash at the house, that eventually your offer is going to stick, right? Now, there is some truth to this, but it's getting ridiculous. I mean, people are offering just ridiculous amounts of money that an appraisal would never justify, and it's not working. And it's detrimental to the entire market because that's how prices get driven up, right? Because it's supply and demand. And so that's how the market changes. But it's getting to a point where it's excessive, and now it's difficult because offers are so ridiculously high that people are having appraisal issues and people aren't closing and it's getting ugly. So we sat down with my team and we started to reverse engineer the seller's mentality, right? I would say probably 95% of the business that we do is helping buyers find their home. Not so much listing homes uh, for a lot of different reasons, which I won't talk about, but the majority of our work, of our business, is helping buyers. So in order to be able to help a buyer secure the contract that he or she wants to get that dream home that they just saw, when there's 10 other people out there trying to get it, how do you do that? How do you do that? And the way that we found is to reverse engineer the seller. What is the seller thinking? How does the seller feel? What does the seller need? And we have sellers taking discounts, taking less money to work with us because we realize that they don't just want money, they want security. And so I'm not going to get into the details of a real estate purchase contract because that would just put you to sleep. But at the end of the day, it's not just about throwing money, it's about understanding what they want and giving it to them in different ways. So if you're a salesperson, understand what that customer feels, what that customer needs, how they see you, how you come across. And ask yourself, would I buy from me? If I treated myself this way, if I came at myself this way, would I buy or would I think that I'm annoying and block my calls or unfriend me, right? And once you can understand that and put yourself in a position where you would buy from yourself, where you would trust yourself with your money to buy a product or service, then you're in the right spot. Then you'll have success. But until you reverse engineer it, you're not going to have it. You're not going to get there. And too many folks go about this process just trying to sell, 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 sell. And you know every no is closer to a yes. And... That's why salespeople get so depressed. I just saw a report a couple of weeks ago about real estate agents, that real estate agents are two times more likely to commit suicide than the average person. Why is that? Because salespeople are taught, they're trained. People are, are paid thousands and millions of dollars to teach that every no is closer to a yes, right? But that's no way to live your life. Reverse engineer your customer or your target, your target market. And ask yourself, would I say yes to me? And when you're confident about that answer, when you say, yes, I would, then and only then will you have lasting success. So 
I hope this was a helpful episode for you guys. I love this topic. I could talk about this topic all day because it applies to any aspect of your life. And if you have any specific questions, email me, successnerds at gmail.com, or snap me. You can find us on our Facebook page. We'd be happy to hear from you guys. Well, with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in once again to the Success Nerds Podcast. This is episode number four. Until next time, guys. Thanks so much. <laughs>